The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is sponsored by Acunet Mortgage, an equal housing lender, NMLS ID 255368, and Acunet Realty Advisors, which is a separate company from but still affiliated with Acunet Mortgage. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage and Realty's Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, folks. Pleasant Sunday to you. I'm Mark Sinkerist, along with Acunet Mortgage and Acunet Realty Advisors, owner Brian Wickert, and Chief Millennial Loan Consultant David Wickert. Now, if you have a question or comment during our presentation, give us a call or text us on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. The number, as always, is 414-799-1620. Brian and David, pleasant good morning to you. Got your uh, Brewer ball caps on for the show today? You know what? I, I got my... Green Bay Packer pullover on. There you go. I'm going to watch that game first, and then then Swap I got to do a costume change. It's hard know, to be a Wisconsin fan, isn't it? It really is. There's uh, so much uh, to cheer uh, about. Yeah, Looking forward yeah, to the show. Awesome. What do you have on the plate today, gentlemen? All right. Well, let's start with kind of the bad news, at least from a mortgage and realty perspective. Interest rates are now they've been climbing while we've had some weeks off here. And uh, we are now about one-half of a percent higher on the 30-year fixed rate than we were, let's say, in August. And so That was only 45 days ago, by yeah, the way. Yeah, 45 days ago. So uh, currently, <clears throat> with no points, uh, oh, no, that's not even true. Hang on. I'm going to get back to you. Oh, yeah, here, here's what I did. I, I got, here's the rate comparison. If you're a first-time home buyer buying the median sales price home of $230,000 with 10% down, your friends at Low Overhead Acunet could offer now 4.99, which sounds way better than me saying 5, uh, but it's really kind of the same thing. So 4.99 <clears throat> with no points. And Have I taught you nothing about sales? 4.99 is so much better. It is than so much five. better. I, mean, I think I said that to you yeah. a couple weeks ago. And so the annual percentage rate, because with 10% down, you would need to pay some private mortgage insurance, uh, is 5.2. But oh. the interest rate is 4.9. What's the difference in the payment? A $61 per month is the difference in the monthly payment compared to having the 4.5 rate. And just by the way, a year ago, uh, the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was 3.85. So we're, we're up. Let me just hop up on my soapbox here real quick because every time I read an article about, well, rates are going to keep people from wanting to buy a house, I want to immediately send a scathing email to the journalist to help them understand that people don't buy houses for financial reasons. People buy houses because... Honey, we're about to have our third kid, and there's only two bedrooms in this house. Correct. Yes. Yeah, so, so those demographic changes or life life changes, yeah. do or you get a new job in a new city, yep. and huzzah, yep. you right. need some place to sleep at night. They cause people to, right, give up their three and a half percent thirty year fixed rate and say, well, I, I guess I'll trade it in for four point nine nine. Yeah. The story I told on on last week's show, the people that I'm helping, they're moving from a, a starter home to a new bigger home in Brookfield and they that is the life event yeah. life journey that they want to make they're yeah. buying a foreverish home and and anybody who's probably listening to this show is old enough to know that 4.99 or even if it climbs up to 5 and a quarter is still a in historic terms a very good and low rate but all right so that, so now you know your mortgage payments up $61 a month that's right. on a $207,000 loan amount 
with uh, 10% down and 740 uh, credit score. Oh, and we know why the 10-year Treasury is up as well. Why is that, David? It's because the Brewers are in the playoffs again. What? Because the last time the 10-year Treasury, which ended the week at 3.23%, was that high, was 2011. 2011. T-plush was in the outfield. There you go. That's what you call a spurious correlation in (laughs) economics. Yes, they're correlated, but there's no causation between the two. Yeah, so so interest rates are as high as they've been since 2011. Go ahead, David. And the Fed is now at a plurality 80% odds that they're going to raise rates again in December. So all year in 2018 so far, as the Federal Reserve has been raising short-term rates, which for people listening to the show... Uh, means that your credit card and home equity line interest rate has been going up. You know, they've been doing that now. It's been three times. So they pushed up rates three-quarters of a percent mm-hmm. just this year. Mm-hmm. Um, what's been happening up until just the last two weeks is, well, it hasn't had any real significant effect on 30-year fixed-rate mortgages or 10-year treasury yields. All of a sudden, you know, we went from kind of living the dream and Gold, not being We affected. went from Goldilocks to reality yeah yeah so now now all of a sudden the long end of the interest rate curve has hopped up to a new level all right uh and and i guess we can we can talk slightly more about that when we come back but i i think then in this next segment let's get into well what happened with september home sales were they higher lower than last year and which were the 10 fastest selling municipalities we'll cover that when we come back and uh you're listening to the accurate mortgage and realty show on WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And we are back now on WTMJ with Brian and with David. And gentlemen, you want to do, uh, in this segment, pursue uh, September home sales, right? Yeah, let's talk about uh, September home sales. Uh, The numbers are in, and these numbers are from the Multiple Listing Service, which is owned by the Greater Milwaukee Association of Realtors, of which I am a happy card-carrying member. I have to do my continuing education this year uh, to keep my broker's license. And um, by the way, so these numbers don't include for sale by owner properties, and we don't really have a good way of tracking those. But if you look at all the single-family detached condos and duplexes, so in other words, kind of residential housing, Mm Uh, for the five-county metro area, the number of homes sold and closed in September, what do you think? Down or up, David? you got a 50 you already, chance. You already told oh, me. I told you. Okay. Down 9% compared to September 2017. There were 1,904 buyers and sellers who exchanged their keys at the closing table last month with the help of a member of a realtor uh, of the association there. And the value, though, of all the properties was only down 3%, which can only mean one thing if you're a mathematician the median price had to go up, which it did. The median price was up a whopping 11.7% in September to $209,100. That's almost $22,000 higher than the $187,000 median sales price for September 2017. Now, David, does that mean that all the homes in the Milwaukee metro area are are all of a sudden worth 11% more? Unfortunately not. No. Why is that? It... Real estate is local because what the median price is in Mequon is different than what the median price is in Delafield. And we don't know. That's not an apples-to-apples comparison. We don't know if the square footages were bigger this year or the number of bedrooms. We have no idea of those details. Uh, 
I, I think the prognosticators of home price appreciation think that we're cooking along at more like a 5% pace in southeastern Wisconsin. Not 11, so Did don't you, get too excited about that. Do you that. have new listings in there? Because you're just talking about people who exchanged keys. That's right. Okay. Yeah. There were 9% fewer than 2017. Correct. And listings uh, for September. I'm trying to make it not sound so bad. dire. No, well, it's not dire. It's all. It just is what it is. Yeah, it's only a difference of a hundred and um, ninety-two. There you go. Fewer homes. When percentages don't tell that, if it was nationwide, that'd be scary. But yeah, that'd be a lot. It's hundred some units. Uh, listing. The good news is there are five hundred more homes listed for sale in September than which sold. Okay. So inventory is getting a little bit better. Right, right, and right. I think that's the silver lining here. Hmm. Um, now, let me tell you a couple of other interesting nuggets. The uh, median price, by the way, for uh, single-family homes was 230000 So the condos are smaller Con- and kind of pulling that number Median down. sales price for condos was one sixty-seven, huh. which, by the way, constitute just 17 out of 100. Home sure, sales. sure, sure, sure. Single-family detached homes are 74% or 74 out of 100 in the market. You and duplexes, do you think duplexes average median sales price is higher or lower than condos? The same. Well, a lot lower. I was surprised by this. 139000 hmm. is the median duplex uh, price for September, and that only represents 9 out of 100 uh, home sales. I'm surprised so, it's that high yeah. even to begin with. Yep, yep. Now, what about people who paid cash? Because we got a lot of loan officers listening to the show, a lot of realtors in addition to the general public. So uh, one out of three condo buyers paid cash. Huh. And interestingly, they still paid 98% of the asking price. So they only got a 2% discount for paying cash. Um, condo buyers who got like a regular 30-year fixed-rate loan paid 99% of the asking price, so only a 1% advantage for paying cash. Isn't isn't this all, it, part of this is heuristics because you list for a price and if it's, if it's higher than what you really want and you get it, it's like, huzzah, I'm happy to give it to you for 99 cents on the dollar because I'm amazed you're buying it for what you are buying it yeah, for. Yeah, okay. that's part of it. Okay. Uh, Single-family buyers who got a mortgage, a uh, conventional mortgage, paid 99% of the asking price. If you took an FHA loan, yeah. which is not as attractive to um, home sellers, they, they almost paid the full listing price. Um, Cash buyers on the single-family side got a 3.5% discount compared to the um, other people. All right, so when we come back from this next break, we're going to talk about the 10 fastest-selling municipalities. There's only one that was also a fastest-selling municipality in September. We'll give you the new rundown when we come back. And you're listening to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show right here on WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. And we're back with Brian and David on WTMJ. And guys, I know we wanted to pursue in this segment fastest selling markets, but do you have time for a quick question? I was just kind of struck by something that yeah. you were saying during a discussion. And it just it just locked into my brain. Real estate is always local. I know politics is always local, but real estate is always local. I wanted to ask, to what extent does that does that go beyond just the price of a home, but all the different factors that you have to weigh when you're looking at a piece of property in a specific area of the region? I mean, it really is That's always right. local considerations, right? Well, David has this example from this past week where 
uh, a customer of ours is purchasing a home or was pursuing a home on North Lake, which mm-hmm. is where I live yeah. in, in Waukesha County. And, you know, so if you, it's a house and it's on water, you know, and, and it's in a price range, you know, uh, this one happened to be in the six to $800,000 price range because it's on a lake. And so, you know, when you're the buyer, and and you have a specific goal in mind like that, and it, and it could be also, hey, I I want to buy my first home and I want it to be in Wauwatosa. Sure, okay. Or I want to live on the hip east side. Right. It, it's this combination of uh, the price, the features of the home, and and the location of the home, and 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 so once you have those things, it's like that's my pool, that's my very localized, that's my available list or inventory of homes that i want to consider and it's really small yeah so even when you speak personally yeah go ahead so even when you're writing up an offer i mean you better consider the fact where this property is and different things that you have to weigh into it that's where a really good real estate agent comes into mind whether you're whether you're listing your home or buying the mindset that you have to have is What's my competition? You know, or so if you're if you're listing, you have to say, okay, hey, I, I've got this. I remember doing this when we sold our home in Brookfield, four bedroom, three bath, you know, a two story home in Brookfield. It's like, okay, I'm gonna go price this house. Not only am I gonna look what homes have sold for like mine recently, but what is the current playing field? Mm-hmm. Who am I competing against, and who do I have to beat? In other words, when you're going to list, you have to look at it from the eyes of the buyer. Right, you have to put on your buyer goggles and say, "How am I going to compete against that house that's you know six blocks away or right. half a mile away right. for somebody who's who's looking for my product?" But that's a, that was a great question. Mark. Yeah, well, that's great stuff that you on. offered. When you toss it out there, I'm just thinking, "Oh yeah," I mean, because a lot of times you just go on a website, you look at the picture of a property. Oh, I think I like that house, but you got to go deeper yeah. than that. You right. do now. And the only kind of weird thing that I, that comes to my mind on this topic is when you're relocating because Becky and I over the years have we moved to California and back and so sometimes when you're coming into a new area you have a little broader palette of where I might live so when we moved back it was like well should we move to Cedarburg sometimes your job informs your house or your house informs your job relative to the commute sure correct you know and, and so sometimes then people have a little bit more disparate you know like a lot of times people come into town and they look at Brookfield or Mequon, you know? <laughs> like, that is different. Right, right, right. But they're both kind of equidistant to downtown, Correct. if you will. Or Franklin. Franklin, Brookfield, or, you know, Mequon. You, you might find that. But I think most people who are living here and then are, you know, buying their next house or buying their first house, don't you find, David, that it's more specific? Like, they kind of know. For sure. Well, it, a lot of times if you're a first-time home buyer, it's in a neighborhood that's near where you've been renting for oh. a little while because... You know, you're familiar. You yeah, like you're familiar. It. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So uh, quickly here, we'll we'll give you a glimpse. The uh, fastest selling. Uh, oh wait. First, the question I asked David: How many days do you think it's taking uh, if for the seller? For this is specific to sellers who sold in September. Okay. How long did it take, on average, to go from planting the for sale sign in the yard to pushing back from the table to with the, the check in hand. I yeah. said 65 days. And the answer is 78. 
Okay. So two weeks. I mean, right. but I think that's longer than maybe some people realize. And again, a, a good real estate agent is going to educate the seller and say, okay, you, you know, you're not likely to walk away in, you know, a day. <laughs> or a week. Right. The fastest oh, sell. Yeah, you're going to burn through these. Let's let's oh, hold yeah. on because right, this right, is good. We'll hold on. There's only that. one. Can I can I guess the hangover? The one of the ten. Sure. Uh, I think it's New Berlin. I'm going to tell you that okay. after the break. But then the other thing I wanted to bring back because we have just a couple seconds relative to the interest rates. I did jump online. Uh, BMO Harris Bank announced while we were on vac. Uh, well, the show was off the air. They've let go all of their bank um, located loan officers. In favor of, it's like hundred, almost 200 people yeah. in a seven-state area, and in favor of going to the accurate mortgage model of having a call center. Living in the future, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. We've been living in the future for almost 20 years. Anyway, and our closing costs are $1,000 less than theirs for a like-to-like comparison that I just did. All right, when we come back, I guess we're going to break for the news, then yeah. we'll talk about the countdown of the top 10 fastest-selling, plus a couple of good stories yeah. from the front lines of mortgage lending. All right, sounds great, guys. Looking forward to it. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. We are back on WTMJ with Brian and with David. And this is one of my favorite parts of the show when we start sharing stories about uh, the kind of weeks you guys have had. So go right ahead. Yeah. Let's, well, first, we'll, let's deliver on our promise for the fastest-selling uh, municipalities. And so we just said uh, before the break that... Um, uh, it was taking 78 days on average in the whole five-county Milwaukee area to go from putting the for sale sign in the front yard and get on the MLS to pushing away from the closing table. And uh, that consists, by the way, of 41 days before you get the offer and then 37 days on average between getting the offer and closing. All right, so there are a lot of ties. Um, so this is actually 12 municipalities. And at, at uh, 29 days to get the accepted offer was Menominee Falls. That's number 10? Well, it's actually the 12th, okay, kind of 8th when you go with the ties. I meant that as, wow, it's going to get faster from there? Yeah. 28 days for Lisbon and West Bend. Uh, so they're technically tied for 7th place. Germantown, G-Town, uh, 25 days. Waukesha and Racine, both uh, taking only 24 days to get offers. New Berlin, the only hangover from last month. And Franklin at 23 days. So, Wait, I was right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you just blow right by that, that I I predicted correctly? (laughs) And David One out of of ten? That's right. Uh, Franklin and, uh, and New Berlin. We're 23 days. See, when I was growing up, it was New Berlin. It is still New Berlin. Yeah, all right, but it should be Berlin. Sure. You don't say New Lisbon or, you know, it's New Lisbon. Not yet. Okay, Grafton at uh, number three all by itself at 21 days. Shorewood and Hartford. First time Hartford has been there in a a while in Shorewood. I haven't said those names for a long time. 19 days. And by the way, these are municipalities that had at least 10 sales. In the month of uh, Ottawa didn't make the list. Did not make the list. And in number one, where where I live, Heartland, Wisconsin, five three zero two nine, only fourteen days on average. Good gracious! So uh, two weeks to get an accepted offer in Heartland. So that's your speediest market. So even though inventory is up and sales are down a little bit, I think it's still a pretty competitive. Good homes go quick. Good homes go quickly. I think that's quickly. Yeah, there you go. All right, so so let's start setting up your story here. I wanna, story I'm going to tell? tell a story about, well, both of my stories are how it's hard to get good advice. 
So oh. we had a. Did you tell me Aunt Beth's? There's yeah. some family. Okay, a good connection. friend from high school, and something. I went to blah blah blah. blah yeah. Okay, so the Muskego High School connection. Small walkie. Yes. Uh, gave us a call because his son was by is buying a home in Minnesota. Please never forget, Acunet is licensed in Wisconsin, Illinois, and Minnesota and Florida. Florida yeah. So uh, it was kind of it was too late in the process that we might have been able to help specifically with the Minnesota purchase, but. The reason for the call was? Well, the reason for the call was uh, his son was going to be purchasing his next home before he was selling his old one. And he needed the proceeds from the sale of his home to make the down payment on the next house. Which normally we could do with a bridge loan, and we for could sure. do a bridge loan in Minnesota, by the way. Correct. Um, and, and so, you know, unfortunately, the um, uh, Ken, our friend, yeah, and his son... Got bad advice on two fronts. One, Ken had the means where he could uh, have provided his son with a gift. Wait, David, a gift for $130,000? Isn't that over the $16,000 limit or so, $15,000 limit? Won't he have to pay gift taxes and, and all that jazz? Bad things will befall all of them for In, giving such a large gift? Someone someone whispered similar words. So, so first of all, I had to point out that, that they needed to go back to the loan officer and be like, no, 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 no. Gift funds are a 1,000% legitimate source of funds. For so the loan payment. officer was telling yes. so, so Was it a jumbo number one? one? No, no, no. Oh. So, so, that, so that was thing number one. And that, um, you know, so Ken gives the gift. And then could have. Could have given the gift. And then, you know what? When his son sells his home, uh, it's America, and he could do whatever he likes with that he money. He could gift money back to his father. Indeed. But, but the... The the real pain point was that he had received advice that his son was going to pay taxes on having received a $130,000 gift. And so I, first I said, you know, I'm not a tax advisor, but Let me you call know who my, I know who is? Cousin Paul. Cousin, cousin Paul, Paul Wickard from Accurite Tax Services. Indeed. So you called Cousin so Paul. So I called Cousin Paul, and I walked him through it, and, and I think there was a little bit of chuckle in his voice when he said, no, no, no. There's no tax. There's no gift tax. And, and so what? Ken what do you have to do though? What do you Ken have to do to avoid to, the gift tax? So congratulations to all of us. We each individually could give away five point three million dollars in our up lifetime. Eleven point two right now. If you're married. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. And, and so what Ken has to do above the annual exclusion of fifteen thousand dollars per person is file a gift return that says. Oh, instead of being able to give $5.3 million away in my lifetime, now I will only be able to give away $5.17 million Correct. for the remainder of my so life. So in other words, by filling out that gift tax return, you're just telling the IRS, hey, in your vast computer system, keep track of yeah. how much I've already gifted against yeah. my $5.2 million exclusion. All so, right. so, so what are they going to do? I, he's going to give the gift. Oh, be because, they are going to give the gift. Exactly, okay. because it... It makes sense, and it's just if you if you feel like you're not getting advice that sounds correctly, please give us a call. Because even if we can't, and in this example, we're not going to be able to help directly. Right. But at least now they have sufficient advice. Right. Or yeah, correct yeah. advice. <clears throat> yeah, correct information. Sometimes it's about who you know, and we know a lot of people. Indeed. All right. Uh, when we come back, I think you're going to finish up telling your story about the uh, person buying the lake home. Indeed. Okay. We'll get to that after this break. Okay, very good. You're listening to the uh, Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Find a place to call home. 
without the headache. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And as always, visiting with Brian and with David, and we have some more great stories. All right, David, tell us your story about our past customer who is going to buy Lake Home. Got got the accepted offer. Got the accepted offer. Sent out disclosures yesterday because... We work on Saturdays if it's a tight deadline. That's and, right. And in this example, so so fortunately, they gave us a buzz. Uh, the financial advisor helped you know reconnect because um, when you're buying a large home, you got to make a larger down payment. Right. So yeah, your first call is, do I have the money to do yeah, this? Hey. Where am I going to get the money for the down payment? And, and so, you know, similar to the story I told last week, um, this was not a conversation about can we get it done. Right. This was a conversation about how do you want your stake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want your medium rare? Exactly. Uh, yeah. And and so f- for these folks, they're able to make a substantial down payment. Forty percent is wow. what they have in mind. And okay. I was I was trying to talk this through in the office, and I what I came to was that I think payment, monthly payment, feels more real hmm. than just money sitting in an account. Yeah. Because for these folks, they're they have the option of choosing a forty percent down payment. Or the minimum of 25% down. And why is it a minimum of 25%? Because it's a second home. Second home. And if they put put, um, 25% down, it would still be a jumbo loan. Correct. correct? It would be greater than $453,100. Correct. Because if you, by the way, we can do 10% down in second homes if the loan amount is $453,100 or lower. but um, So go on. All right. So they're kind of choosing between. Did I mention? I talked to the customer, too, from from vacation. I called him. Yeah. And I was trying to say, you know, having that money in your investment account, you could always take it out and supplement your payment. Because here are the actual numbers. The difference in money leaving the account is $115,000. All right. So the question is, should I leave $115,000 in my investment accounts that are earning me something, right. 6 7 8 9% annual return maybe on average? Mm-hmm. Versus you're borrowing more money in that case. What was the payment difference? Seven hundred and seventy-five. Ah, all right. So this is a psychological and and, and this emotional and emotional. It's yeah. emotional, but he's an engineer, so he's very oh. numbers driven. So it's like, hey, do I want to part with seven hundred dollars a month in monthly payment, or am I willing to part with one hundred and fifteen thousand? I bet that there is a psychological component of repeated pain. Of that seven hundred dollar higher payment, so if, yeah. if you if you go with that, it's like, oh man, I should have put more money down. Whereas the hundred fifteen thousand dollars is a one time pain, I, yeah, coming out of your account, which you'll kind of forget. Correct. But remember, and this is what I said to him: once you make this giant down payment, that money is dead to you. Correct. You can't walk up to the wall and pull out a hundred dollar bill, <laughs> unless you have a home equity line of credit, which is a true oh, statement. Okay. All right, but go on. So what else happened? Well, and so part of this was, amazingly, uh, another buyer came into uh, the picture, which is rarefied air. When you have two people. But this may be a spurious uh, correlation, but I've had two now. So this one is in the six hundred dollars to $800,000 range. Yeah. I had one like a month and a half ago at $1.4 million. And someone else came? Yes. Oh, my God. Right, where, where that one got scooped up away from our buyer. And so... One piece of advice or, or a strategy was to write without a financing contingency. Okay, so to make it a cash offer. To make it a cash offer. And I said, I know you have the means to do that, but line 259 of the standard Wisconsin offer to purchase is buyer shall provide seller within seven days of acceptance written evidence that you got the money. That's right. 
And I, I, my exact phrase to him was like, I don't know how naked you want to stand in the wind because I, I'm 98% sure we're going to be able to line up a mortgage for you, but things can go sideways in your personal life Yeah, that you then, you have no out. That's right. Right. What if you, what if you got in a, my example is always, what if you got in a car wreck mm -hmm. and now you're in the hospital and you're on disability income, which is not your full salary, right. we would find that out as a mortgage lender and that could, um, you know, cause us, us to deny your right. loan. Exactly. And you may not want to buy that lake house anymore if you're in the hospital. And, and so he, you know, we agreed that that's a little too naked okay. for his comfort level, but, um. All right, so they have the house under contract, and 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 so really, it's it's a conversation about you know. I know you say, being as mathematic as you might be, I actually think it's more emotional it and 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 month to month. What can I what can I feel comfortable? But with? you know, uh, the financial advisor and I went to the baseball game together on uh, Friday, and so we were talking about. And one thing he really appreciates, and I think that our customer appreciated, is we give them the facts or at least the numbers. Yeah. And we say, okay, let, here's one way to do it. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back from this last break. So we'll finish up on this story and then talk about uh, how things went at the Milwaukee Habitat for Humanity Gala, which happened uh, this last Thursday, when we come back. And you're listening to the Accurate Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Expert advice on buying a home. Here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. We're with Brian and David, and you guys have an update on your uh, relationship, your great relationship with Milwaukee Habitat, huh? Yep, yep. We're going to get to that in just a minute. I wanted to finish up on this uh, lake home purchase thing. You, lo you love this. This is what you live for is this analysis. Yeah, this kind of because it, it's interesting. And, and and even though we're talking about somebody buying, you know, a house that's priced between six hundred and eight to hundred thousand dollars, which is, you know, kind of a top end deal. We do the same kind of helpful um, education. Mm -hmm. If you're buying a hundred and fifty or a hundred thousand dollar home, it's about helping pe laying out numbers and helping people think through their options. That's what we do, and, and we do it in such a way. Our favorite thing to do is to have the consumer, and David told me he did this yesterday with our client, jump on a go-to meeting mm -hmm. session. That's where the customer can then look at our loan consultant's computer screen instead of just talking blah, blah, blah about numbers. Mm -hmm. You can see it, and we can start to do math. So, David, one of the interesting things you said was you compared uh, putting 25% down to 40% down, which is a $115,000 chunk of money in this right. case, and the difference in payment was 700 bucks. So you just gave me a nugget before, while we were on break. Just that he could, he could take the money that he wouldn't put down and supplement his monthly payment for 12 years. 12 years. Okay. And then, you know, kind of yeah. be in the same place. Yeah, yeah. But but we're happy to do things the way people want to do them. And so we're, we're going to go with the bigger down payment. The other cool thing that David told me earlier was we put this through the Fannie Mae uh, automated underwriting system. We don't even need an appraisal. Huzzah. Got a property inspection waiver, it's called. So I don't know. Is he going to take advantage of that? or he We got to connect that on that. Okay, we got to connect on yeah. that. And then what was I going to say? One other thing about that. Oh, then we also show him the difference in, in his case between a no closing cost option. Loan cost. Loan cost, yes. No loan cost option. And one where he would pay loan costs. And which one did he select? He selected the no cost option. His exact words were, wait, it's only $34 difference in payment. Why would I spend $2,200 to save 34 bucks? Okay, yep. So there you go. I so, led him to water, and he drank. That's and he, right. we were chuckling on the phone because he's like, why doesn't everybody do this? I said, I don't have an answer for you. That's right. <laughs> 
because we're happy. We just lay out the options. Exactly. We educate you. We how do the math. How would you your steak? How, how long will it take you to make back the money? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All right. So thank you, David. That was a good job. And I didn't have to be involved because I was still kind of on vacation. And um, all right. So so then the last, the wrap-up thing here is uh, Milwaukee Habitat for Humanity, uh, of which we've been involved for several years now. And we're still in the process of building our second full home-sponsored home. That that house isn't occupied yet, David. I thought we'd done three. Have we done three? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, one, and then we sponsored one and then matched. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Well, I see what you're saying. Right, okay. right, right, right. So, uh, so we all got together, and it was really cool this year because the uh, gala was held at the Milwaukee Habitat Carpentry Shop. Uh, stone's throw from TMJ. WTMJ, yeah, yeah. Just south of WTMJ there. So a 100-year-old carpentry shop, mm-hmm. and they decked it out very nicely. And uh, all together, we succeeded in raising another $300,000. What? Yeah, $300,000 uh, for the good cause. And remember, we're trying to, over the next three years to do 100 homes in the Midtown neighborhood. Where is the Midtown the neighborhood? The Midtown neighborhood is uh, like between 24th and 29th Street, just south of North Avenue. You oh. were there. Okay. Right? I mean, we were, that was the house we were working on, dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's in Midtown. It's just. I thought uh, that was Washington. Or no, whatever. no. Washington uh, Heights is uh, just. Uh, East? West of Midtown. Okay. okay. Anyway, <laughs> so we're working on building 100 um, homes, 65 new homes, 35 rehabs, and 10 major renovations or something like that. Okay. And it's well underway. And so we want to thank everybody that uh, donated money. We, we put out some matching funds, which were all used up, which is yeah. outstanding. So we're halfway to sponsoring our our fourth house, I guess. Yeah, you got to start doing your elbow stretches right now. Yeah, so yeah, for my carpenter's elbow hammer. Problem. You got to get the big hammer. You can't use the little hammer. You got to use the. It's called the framing hammer. There you go. Yeah, I don't own one. But not not yet. Not yet. Now I know what to get you for Christmas. There you go. Give me a good framing hammer. Framing hammer. hammer. All right, so coming up this week, by the way, we have inflation numbers coming out this week. Uh, Consumer price index uh, figure is going to be the big economic news. Amazingly, even though the unemployment rate dropped to 3.7%, the lowest unemployment rate in America since 1969 when I was in second grade, um, uh, that that wages have grown 2.8%. So you'd think that, that wages would go up. You know, Amazon announced their big increase. Anyway, I think we're out of time. But next week, we have a show because the Packers are playing on Monday night. All you got to do, if you're listening to the show, to get started with a refinance, because rates are going to keep going up, or to become a rock-solid pre-approved buyer with that unit, click on that blue button at accunet.com. We'll see you again next week, Mark. Okay, guys, great show. Enjoyed the visit as always. WTMJ News Time is 1058. The preceding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts or guests of Accident Mortgage and Accident Realty Advisors and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.